We are Flyover Film Country. We're here to talk about Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. One, two, three, four. Welcome to Flyover Film Country. I'm Isaac Sims. I'm Olivia Clement. And I'm Walter Lyle. Yo. What's up? <laughs> we did not match that energy at all just no, now. No, we did not. I'm so sorry. <laughs> In my defense... I threw up last night, so I don't feel great. Do you think it was food poisoning? I don't know. I did go to a Friendsgiving yesterday, so that may have been it. Mm. Um, Someone didn't cook a ham the right amount of time. Man, that would have been really unfortunate. So, which is like, it really sucks because it's all Thanksgiving food, and I love Thanksgiving food. And also, we're recording this two days prior to Thanksgiving, so... um, I really need to not feel this way. Do you really so, love Thanksgiving food? I do love Thanksgiving. You're food. like the you only not? person I know who what admits out loud what that they like. What Thanksgiving do you mean? Food. What are you I talking just, not about? To love. I just it, mashed had potatoes, sweet dressing, potatoes, rolls, sweet potato casserole, baked potatoes, um, any any potato, real fried potatoes. potatoes. <laughs> Isaac's just <laughs> Isaac's doing the Bubba Gump thing. He's just listing <laughs> up all the different kinds of ways you can make potatoes. I. Like just had a conversation uh, at our church community group the other night where somebody was like, can we all just admit that Thanksgiving food kind of sucks? And everybody was like, yes, it's because it's a bunch of white people making it. You got to have real good Mm. seasoning. See, even with that, I would disagree. Like, I think I would, too. I think also because we're all white. No, no, no. I disagree in the sense that like my mother is half Mexican. That's true. That's true. So true. Forget about that. So suck it. (laughs) whiteies <laughs> i think i think i think it's good even when it's just white old white people you know listen it. i i do there is some things in food that i'm okay with my weirdest take when it comes to things in food is that i to this day have still not had any kind of cranberry sauce homemade or otherwise that is better than just the the canned cranberry sauce i eat it by itself hey I that eat, reminds me Pass the cranberry sauce. We're having mashed potatoes. potatoes. Thank you for <laughs> loving, you me. loving me. <laughs> Thank you for. Everybody's thinking. The whole world's, the thinking, world's you. thinking. I am Lynn, thinking I'm, you. Lynn. Oh my God. Lynn, stop. Stop Lynn. it. Uh, Lynn. Uh, Lynn. Oh. Wow. Been too long since I've watched Bob's Burgers. Oh, oh man. Great show. I love the, the holiday episodes of Bob's Burgers. Do you know that the National did like a cover of the thanksgiving song it's really good no, I did not. I yeah, it's, it's really good yeah. that's hilarious they're awesome speaking of music and animated shows and thankfulness and thankfulness we are thankful for scott pilgrim takes off the yes anime version of scott pilgrim on netflix you want to know what one of my third note or no my fourth note in my uh notes of Scott no, Pilgrim Takes Off is. I don't care about your fourth note. I do do care about your third note, though. I was thinking my the fourth, same my f- I thought it was you the and me, Walter. third mm-hmm. note, but it's the fourth note. My fourth note is <laughs> the world is dot, dot, dot. Healing? Question mark? Like, That's okay, a stupid expound. note. I want to know about your third <laughs> note. <laughs> note. Should have read your third note. The, oh, no, what I mean, note. what I mean is that... Um, what I mean is that, I, did y'all did y'all like 
watch and Walter, I know you didn't, but Olivia, since you have a relationship with Scott Pilgrim, uh I'm not in po- a relationship are with you Scott one of the, Pilgrim. Are you one of the I evil exes? I said you have a relationship with Scott Pilgrim. Like right, I would have I'm a not relationship in, with in a relationship with him. Right. Um because he sucks. Character and he sucks. <laughs> Although at the end of this, he's like he sucks less. He sucks less. Yeah. Um I didn't expect this to be like my one of my favorite things I've watched this year. But it is. Mm-hmm. But like, I I just like I was just so surprised and kind of like radiating with joy that like this exists, mm-hmm. and that they were making the creative decisions they did. Um, but I think about you know like I'm I'm comparing this to in a in a weird way like Marvel is kind of they're kind of wobbling they're not like crumbling I would say. But they're wobbling. There's kind of like people are losing interest and that kind of thing. And then um, there's stuff like this where it's just a really creative reconfiguration. It's like a true adaptation mm-hmm. of a story that we really like. Mm-hmm. And it totally pulls the carpet out from under our feet in the first episode. Um, so anyway, that's all I meant. The world is healing. Like this exists. It's so cool that this exists. Mm-hmm. I feel like I also need to point out that I feel like just a little bit of an outsider on this episode mm-hmm. because y'all started Flyover Film Country on the back of uh, the original Scott Pilgrim movie, right? That's correct. Yes. And I was and you didn't you don't really like you don't get the uh you, you don't get the uh, obsession really. I get the obsession. I I'm you don't I, buy I into it. it though. It's I and I think I'll come to the conclusion, and I I don't want to jump ahead of it because I want it's getting too specific at the the top of an episode. But I it I think I've just decided it's just not fully my thing. I have a theory about this. Okay, but again, I don't know if we want to get too deep into that before we talk about more of like just you know. The, the the usual like synopses and cast and all that like we usually talk about first, right? Olivia, um, yes. <laughs> when did you when did you like realize what they were doing? So I watched the first episode and then I on Friday night and then I watched the second episode Sunday. No, I watched all of them on Sunday. <laughs> That's what I did Sunday night. I watched, I watched it all in one night as well. Wow. I, I wish I would have. I think it was probably the about halfway through the second episode. I was like, oh, Scott's not in this really. And this is going to focus way more on Ramona and her exes, which I really loved that direction that it went. went. It, yep. it felt. I feel like this was a great adaptation because it it stayed true to like the sense of humor and the comedy that that we got from the original graphic novel and from the movie while also expanding upon itself without mm-hmm. without I don't know overreaching or being too like um we have to have like the these types of things in our right. show now. Yeah. You know, yeah. does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Because I know people were really upset, w- or some people were upset with the movie. Like hardcore fans of the graphic novel were upset with the movie that it wasn't 
more faithful. And I, mm. and to people who think that, I'm kind of like, I get, don't know get out of here. Like, also, the, it was it's so faithful to the faithful. graphic novel. If you're ap- adapting it into a movie, it's very, very faithful. This is, this is just a new story, mm-hmm. which I'm really glad they were doing. I thought they were kind of making it a little bit different or like just doing a pure adaptation of the graphic novels and that takes mm-hmm. off would be like one, like like volumes one and two or maybe just volume one and they, then sure. they would do like new seasons uh, every year, every two years or something like that. Mm-hmm. But when, spoiler warning, uh, Olivia kind of already spoiled it, but <laughs> this is a a different version of the story that you know except instead of defeating uh ramona's evil exes scott loses the battle with matthew patel and then ramona has to basically make up with all her exes Mm -hmm. and then it does end in like a climactic kind of comedic final boss fight but it's very it's very different and it kind of it focuses definitely more on ramona but it really fleshes out almost every single character except i would say stacy pilgrim sure. yeah uh every character gets a lot more to do and tons of jokes and mm-hmm. it's just delightful it's, it really is it was so fun and i just loved every single minute of it yeah it was i agree with you i think stacy pilgrim is the only one who doesn't get any further character development uh, she pretty much is the same character we see in the in the movie and in the the graphic novel, but it was really cool to see all the other characters get a better arc. Like, I loved getting to he- hear from young Neil and see him write a script and like all of that, or quote unquote write a script. My sleep right? paralysis and- demon. <laughs> <laughs> that got me so hard. Cause I've talked about I've weirdly enough talked about sleep paralysis a lot recently with a couple of my clients. And um it's it was so funny to hear that aloud. Um so anyway, but yeah, it was really good. It I, was. Yes. I wanted yeah. to uh, so good. I wanted to. Sorry, I just typed something so funny in the chat that I can't, you did, I can't and it really threw me off. That I was trying to I'm like. So, I threw myself off with it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I do. I wanted to ask y'all both this question because y'all are the Scott Pilgrim lovers, like we mentioned, y'all built this podcast or at least started it from the original Scott Pilgrim movie. What is kind of y'all's? relationship now with scott pilgrim now that this is out how hyped were y'all for this and has it lived up to y'all's expectations i was i was too busy to be hyped that was the Mm -hmm. only thing i was like oh awesome this is dropping i'm really excited to watch this and then it's like this is really really clever and kind of like way more subversive than i was expecting and (laughs) uh olivia you liked matrix resurrections right i did this yeah, is kind of like this few people who did. Yeah. I think you and me are both in that boat. Um, like the matrix resurrections defenders. And I feel like this is the matrix resurrections of Scott Pilgrim. I think that's a great comparison. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And so for me, one, 
I think we were robbed of any sort of like press tour. Not that I think they would have done this big, massive press tour, but like, you know, we didn't get to see uh, Michael Sarah or Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who play Scott and Ramona, respectively, do talk about this at all and like what it meant for them to like come back to these characters and that kind of thing. We didn't get to see, you know, this is something that I think like Brie Larson, who didn't get to do any press either for the Marvels. And, you know, this would probably be something that would be tacked on as like kind of a, you know, one last question before she goes on a late night show, right? Like we didn't get to see any of these these actors talk about this show because of the actor strike. And so it, you know, it ended a week or two ago, a couple weeks ago now, mm-hmm. probably three, three or four weeks by the time this episode comes out. Um, so they didn't really get the chance to like talk about it, to hype it up. And so I felt like, I kind of almost kept forgetting it was coming out, not because I wasn't excited about it, but just because like it wasn't on my radar very much. But I would see, you know, Netflix tweet about it or whatever and be like, oh, yeah, this is coming out. So I'm excited about it. But then I'd move on with my day. So kind of like Isaac, I, I wasn't I didn't have the capacity to be super hype about it. But I think it I think I was expecting it to almost be a a animated adaptation of the graphic novel and so almost kind of being like a shot for shot of that and it it isn't and i'm really glad it wasn't um because the story i think just it it it's probably one of the best adaptations and expansions upon a an already established world of characters that i've seen yeah the Walter, I, I was on a run with a friend this morning and we were just talking, he, he really likes movies and we always talk about what we're watching. And I told him that we were recording this tonight and he said, you know, I, have, I haven't seen that movie. And he said, do you think that I would like it right now? And I was honest. I said, you know, I have a friend and I was talking about you who watched it recently through the eyes of a 25 year old or sorry, you're not 25, 28 year old. And <laughs> I was about to he say did, it didn't, <laughs> it, it didn't, it didn't land for him. Um, mm-hmm. isn't Scott 27 in the, in this? He's 23. Yeah. 23. Like but he's dating an 18 year old, 17 um, year old, 17 year old, which is right. worse. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he goes, okay. Yeah. I said, I think that you should watch it. I should watch it with you uh, because I know that you watched it with Morgan, but I think if I think I still maintain that if you and I had watched it together, you would have had like a, a slightly different experience with it. Why do you think that he's saying Morgan's not funny? That's what I, that's what I'm not what I'm saying. <laughs> she listens to this. No, Morgan. that well, Morgan. hear me say, Morgan. 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 You are he funny. ate the cheese. I appreciate you. <laughs> he ate the cheese. He ate a cheese. Ha! You know cheese. he ate the cheese. You know he ate a cheese. Super um, inside I don't joke. Know what's happening? No, yeah, sorry. <laughs> that's specifically for Morgan. <laughs> just, just seeing like you see in real time what that movie means to me. Like mm. since I saw it I, I, yes, as a thirteen-year-old, you know you're what saying. I mean. So yeah. like, so I totally, it's totally understandable that you don't have that relationship to it that uh, that Olivia and I do, and that's why I was like trying to remember, like, because I guess we were talking about the other day, Olivia. 
that you yeah, and I saw it the other day. as seniors in high school you or seniors in college that's when you saw it for the first time and you loved it because right. you kind of understood the way that it really breaks down the male hero and like no this guy yes. sucks like it, also, even the movie does that but the show leans into it even more to delightful yeah. results also i love that isaac has talked about how meaningful this movie has been to him to him throughout his life and when we watched it as seniors in high school he fell asleep <laughs> he, he was he was uh, seniors out. in college you said high school or i said high school i meant college sorry um seniors in college yeah what was he i was, doing that night Sleeping. it was like it was a group of us hanging out it was you me andrew like josie colleen uh-huh. i don't remember what we were doing before that but we all had done something together and then we came back to your apartment and then you guys fell asleep and andrew and i stayed awake and Andrew and I were cracking up the whole time. It was a really good bonding moment for Andrew and me. Yeah. Andrew and I should have been too. the ones to start this podcast. Honestly, yeah. He In an uh, alternate timeline. Alternate timeline. He watched all of the show and um he said he was kind of mixed on it. I haven't got his full thoughts mm-hmm. yet. Uh but it is. No, it, that was that was a a different night for me because I'd gotten totally wasted on a couple of G&Ts. <laughs> You don't even drink. Yeah, <laughs> that's from well, it's from the movie. It's, it's from the movie. <laughs> I wanted to say um, I wanted to say this too. Um, I like the show a lot better than the movie. Not surprised by that. Why? Why are you not surprised by that? Because it's a it's its own thing, and it's like not ha- it's not hamstrung by the movie being a live adaptation of like yeah. a bunch of video game and anime things even though i think the movie does it well i think it like doesn't translate as well maybe 10 or 11 years later yeah and and i think in a weird way for me having not really connected with the live action movie i still i I don't think i would have liked the show that much if i hadn't seen the movie first because like now now you have something to compare it to right and i can be like okay this style now that i'm familiar with the other problem too is i went to scott pilgrim um, versus the world with zero idea of what was going to happen in this movie. Had no idea what at all, what the style was, like what the story was, characters, nothing. I just knew Michael Sarah was in it and that was it. And so I was very like, when the first fight scene happened, I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> and like, is, is this the whole movie? And so now, you know, knowing what Scott Pilgrim was about going into the show and comparing it to, uh, the, the movie with all these actors that I love. I mean, there, I don't know if there's a single actor who is in this, the, 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 wow, can't talk the movie and the show that I don't really like, like I've, I've, I've seen them all in other things that I really love and knowing that they all reprised their roles was just, it made it better for me. And kind of the same thing. Like, I think we said this on our spider verse episode, but they're just, it, there are things you can do with animation that you just can't do mm-hmm. in live action. Yeah, and yeah. something as stylized as Scott Pilgrim just works so much better in animation. You can get away with so much more. I agree, a thousand percent. Yeah, one hundred, one hundred. Yeah, I was, I was also going to say that if you weren't going to say that, like I, yeah. I was thinking the same thing prior to you saying that because it just, I don't know. There, there's just so many. 
limitations when you try to do a live action adaptation. And I, I would mm-hmm. argue that the movie handles those limitations really well, but I think it lands so much better in an animated format. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. the one scene, which this is, this is just in the show, not in the movie, but the one scene where they, they do the Lucas Lee episode and he's essentially just like skating everywhere. Like he's t- mm-hmm. in Tony Hawk and just skating on everything. <laughs> and they're like, whatever. Really, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is, I'm pretty sure that song is in a, a Tony Hawk game. Um, I'm pretty sure that whole scene is a, a reference to Tony Hawk, yes. but, uh, like you couldn't do that really in a live action movie. Yeah. And it looks so good in an animated format. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There are these hyper, like, I, I don't know. The thing, the thing with anime that's really fun is that you get, you get these like crazy facial expressions yeah. and like goofy, mm-hmm. uh, in intonations and, and little little scenes can be, you know, you know how in when uh, in the movie when the vegan police walk away from uh, de-veganizing Todd mm-hmm. and they go yeah and mm-hmm. they high five. It's like one of the funniest moments in the movie. You get moments like that all throughout because it takes set, like a relatively less amount of time to like draw it and you can just put it in there and. Like the thing I'm thinking of is in the first episode when Matthew and uh, Gideon are talking. He comes into uh, Gideon's huge like monitor mm-hmm. area, mm-hmm. and they they start doing their evil laughs. And then there's like a X and a D sideways on the uh, oh on the screen. on all the monitors yeah, like yeah. for yeah. the evil laughing. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. The- this show did a really good job of like putting a lot of details into the background. Uh, something that I think if you didn't know anything about the movie or if, if you just knew there was a movie and you'd seen it, but you didn't really know anything about it. Like the, the movie in the show is directed by Edgar wrong. Yep. <laughs> instead of, Edgar instead Wright. of Edgar yeah. Wright, which is amazing. Um, but yeah, there's just a lot of little little nuggets in the background that if you're not paying attention, you probably don't notice. And I kind of want to rewatch it just to see what I missed the first go around, because I'm sure there's lots of like mm-hmm. almost like Spider Verse, right? Like mm-hmm. you can go in and, and watch it again and see something new for the first time that you didn't see the first or second time you saw it. It's yeah. really beautiful too. Like it's in, in a, such a different way than Spider Verse. Oh but, yeah, but every man it just looks so good and i watched spider-verse like the next day because i had a lot of free time and just had this sort of man i can't believe that we get this and spider-verse in the same year like i'm kind of like a a lot more of a animation believer now i feel like honestly mm-hmm. i feel like you weren't right i think that i my uh not a version. I'm trying to think of the of the t- word. Like Pixar kind of dominates in that space. Even though, sure. like, I I I have seen a bunch of Studio Ghibli movies, and I prefer those to Pixar. Mm-hmm. Pixar, but I'm just generally un uninterested in. Like, I definitely won't go see Pixar movies right now. I probably will whenever my kids get older. But um, 
I do appreciate some animation, but I think that this reaction I'm having is sort of a response to like emergent types of animation mm-hmm. that's happening, especially mm-hmm. Spider-Verse. Like Spider-Verse, that was a couple of years ago. Uh, no other animated movie had looked like that. Right. Right. Before Into the Spider-Verse. And has- now with Scott Pilgrim, if it's really popular, it may end up being like a, I don't know, maybe something that like other anime or animation series end up copying. I would, I would just be interested to see if it's that popular. It probably won't be, but it might. Have either of y'all seen the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie? Yes. Yeah. I haven't seen that. I kind of, that slipped by my radar, uh, but it was kind of the same. It looks like it took a good bit of inspiration from that Spider-Verse style of animation. Was was that For good? Sure. Did you, what did y'all think of that? I loved I it. I really enjoyed it, yeah. yeah. Mm. Like, I was not expecting to like it as much as I did, but it, I mean, I laughed out loud multiple times. Okay. I thought the animation style was super cool. It felt like when the, the turtles were talking to each other, it was like I was listening to a group of teenage boys. Mm. Yep. For, for better it was, or for it worse. Was, it, yeah. The dialogue no, felt for, really good. For better. Okay. No, for like, I probably wouldn't want to listen to that all the time, but I think for better, it <laughs> yeah. felt like really the dialogue was really genuine and authentic, I think. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like, I think that they, I think they said, didn't they like record them? They said like, okay, we're, we're done. We're taking a break. And then they just like left the mics on and recorded their conversations. And that's oh, the that's stuff cool. that they ended up putting into the movie. I'm pretty that's sure funny. that's what happened. I need to check that's it out awesome. then. Uh, yeah, I highly I recommend it because okay. I was like cackling at different moments. Yeah, like I thought it was really so funny. funny. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, yeah. We talked about this a little bit, but I mean, if we want to talk a little more about the story itself, in Scott Pilgrim takes off. Uh, Isaac, you mentioned earlier, like they pulled the rug out from under us, and for a little bit there at the beginning, it was felt like a very faithful, almost shot for shot remake of the live action movie until that the fight with Matthew Patel at the at the the rocket um it's I guess we can just talk about how different that is like the entirely new direction that this show took away from the movie there was I I I haven't read the graphic novels but I saw on Twitter where someone said that the the way they took the story in this one feels like almost like a sequel to yeah the graphic novels and i don't know i don't I have no idea how accurate that is in a sneaky way almost like a multiverse story yeah but yeah. they but they are very intentional never to use that word and i'm right because it would have been like oh okay really so like yeah. ev- everybody else is doing multiverse yeah 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 so yeah i want to i want to talk about the story then a little bit and the kind of the different story beats that it takes i just died laughing uh I, is it in the first episode or the second episode that Matthew goes and takes down Gideon? I think it's the second episode. I think, I think it yeah. opens so, with the second episode where he's like, oh, I won? He was surprised that he won. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Gideon says, I own I own a record label and two major movie studios and 14 animal shelters. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Schwartzman, I, real quick. What a year. Having yeah. an incredible year. Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. This asteroid city, 
Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse. And Spider-Verse. Like a really important role in Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, and, yeah. And Brie Larson, too. The Marvels yep. and Scott Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. I've, I've it, heard not great things about Marvels, but still good for her for yeah, a leading she was role. Also oh, so you hate women, huh? Lessons <laughs> in chemistry. No, no, don't start. Don't start. Yeah. You want to say anything about Israel or Palestine? <laughs> huh? God, don't do this. <laughs> I'm gonna leave. <laughs> I sent this to Olivia earlier, uh, Walter. But Susan Sarandon, who's in Thelma and Louise movie we covered on this podcast this year, and what's the name of the girl from uh, Scream? I don't know her name. Hold on, I'll Melissa look. Barrera. I think that's her that, name. Yeah, that sounds. They right. both. So Susan Sarandon has been acting. She's like a legendary actress. Mm-hmm. She got dropped dropped by her talent agency for pro gaza pro palestine yeah comments yeah and then marissa barrera got dropped Uh, from screen seven for for pro israel comments i think no i thought she was pro palestine it was pro palestine too pro palestine yeah crazy times yeah anyway um moving on from that I this is jumping ahead a second, but when it by the time that this is this may have been another reason that I really loved this uh, series is I was about three brewskis deep by the time I got to like (laughs) episode five or six, and I think it was episode five (laughs) is titled "To Scott To Pilgrim." Yes, yeah. I was like, I like, like burst. Y'all have seen me laugh like this, but I just like, like loud, unexpected laughter. Could not stop laughing. Mm-hmm. It was it episode was just, seven. Yeah. So it was the second to last episode called Two Scott, Two Pilgrim, <laughs> which makes sense. But man, that was really funny when I saw that. Oh my goodness. Uh, oh, so great. it's a. Uh, it's the Scott Pilgrim's Precious Little Life is up one, A League of Their Own up two, Ramona rents a video, whatever, lights, camera, sparks, who did it. That that was a hilarious joke. That was also really uh, good. He was like, this is where he says who did it, or this is called a who did it. And he's like, no, it's a who done it. He's like, I would know. I'm a screenwriter. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to Scott, to Pilgrim, my personal favorite. And then the world versus Scott Pilgrim, again, inver- inverting the uh, title of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then I just loved that when you think about the title of the series, takes off is like a pun because he literally takes off like for the entire yeah. s- series yeah. except for like two episodes, two or three episodes. Yeah. I... uh what was y'all's if y'all to pick a favorite episode then? Oh, I think my favorite episode. I think it's episode five, Lights, Camera, Sparks, mm-hmm. where it's like a almost like a mockumentary. I was that's that was my favorite episode too. Yep, I like that one. I loved to Scott to Pilgrim, mm-hmm. and I really like that last the less last episode too but my favorite is probably the one where ramona goes to the video store and then ends up having the fight with roxy and they're mm-hmm. like blasting through all of the different films uh-huh. yeah that, that was cool. that, that was really extremely good too. clever yeah 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 that was great i 
Also specifically loved when Will Forte comes into play old Scott. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes. Which yeah. as a huge fan of Will Forte, and, and to me, he has one of the most rec- record recognizable voices. Mm-hmm. And so when he came in, I was like, oh, let's go. But also hilarious that, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the other older characters, the older, um, I want to make sure I get people's names right. Uh, but old Wallace was also still played by Kieran Culkin. Mm-hmm. And old Ramona was still played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead. So for, yes. <laughs> so yeah. I thought it was funny that old Scott got a different voice actor. He's even. the only yeah. one who got a different yeah. voice actor. Yeah. And, and did a yeah. great job with it. Old Scott jacked. That's no, old, even older Scott was jacked. Even older Scott. Even got older jacked. Scott. Even more jacked. Yeah. 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 Pretty great. Um, no, in in the plot too, with like when you realize, oh, okay, she's gonna go kind of talk to everyone, and then even like Matthew Patel figuring out, I won. Oh my gosh, yeah, like y'all <laughs> referenced earlier, and then him and going to beat Gideon, uh, and then and then and and I love how that I didn't really think about it until or realize it until later, but the fact that that's the ultimate inversion because Gideon is like the top bad guy. Mm-hmm. So I just love, I loved, and I was so excited that I just don't know where this is going, but it's like, I'm, I'm, it, they know what they're doing clearly. And I was just along for the ride the whole time. Um, and so when <laughs> they do that reveal that Gideon's name is Gordon goose and mm-hmm. ridiculous lose, name, ridiculous name loses everything. And then he like ends up having that relationship with Julie and he and uh, comes friends with Lucas, Lucas Lee. Yeah. <laughs> friends yeah. Lucas Lee. And then they're like, they do the half pipe in her apartment. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, I was gone for 90 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're playing paintball, but they have oh such gosh. a, it, but then after like, like they leave and, and, and they're, they, they make up or whatever. And then she's still not clean my house. Like, like yeah. still so, still somehow very charming and it really makes sense for them to be together yep mm-hmm. big fan yeah All, well big fan of Aubrey Plaza so sure anything she does I'm gonna be a big fan of I was a big fan that they kept bleeping out her the yeah the curse yes. words with mm-hmm. the yes. same bleep from the movie so good yeah that was good that was a good callback um and I love that she she did it more in this that she did in the the movie, mm-hmm. so that was yeah. amazing. But did y'all realize that it was rated mature? I didn't catch it until like the third or fourth episode. I was like, "Is every episode rated mature?" No, but that makes sense. Yeah, real. What was well? Mature? There's smoking. I think I think that's the reason that it got them. <laughs> Is mature. that it? I'm pretty sure. I mean, there were like a. Like two sexual references, but that was it, really. It was kind of funny, I, and I just died laughing whenever they set it up to, to where Todd was like obsessed with Wallace. With Wallace, <laughs> that was good. And then, and then, uh, Roxy, Kim is like, Kim and Roxy have that kiss that's like really, really sensual. 
and it like zooms in and it's like really lewd and then it cuts away and she's like yeah i don't feel it and she's like oh, <laughs> yeah <okay." laughs> yeah which doesn't kim kiss ramona in the com the graphic novel what happened okay in the graphic novel they go to the beach yeah and i, I think, think they got kim drunk and, i think kim and knives get drunk and like make out oh is it kim i think and that's knives? what it is yeah. okay okay yeah. Pretty sure. Yeah. Anyway. So good. But so funny. Um. Yeah. So there's like those moments, and then I realize like bleep out all of uh, Aubrey Plaza's cussing. But I don't know. I don't know what else would it would it be. I don't know. I don't know. Uh. Envy doing the the song at Scott's oh, funeral. <laughs> that, oh my was, that was probably one of my favorite that was scenes. Hilarious. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> because it was a funny thing I didn't expect for like this is how they're keeping the energy going. It's like still so absurd. Mm-hmm. But I just like was like, what is going on? This is so crazy. <laughs> at that point I was still having a hard time believing that they killed off the titular character in the right. first episode. Sure. So I was like, what are they going to do then? Like, what is this going to be about? And, and like, they just kind of let it sit in the absurdity for a little while. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it's stuff like that that made me like the show better than, better than the movie. You might really enjoy the graphic novel then. Because I, I, I think the graphic novel is, like, it's so absurd. It's so normal, and it's the most absurd thing in the entire world. And, and yeah. a, a lot like this the show and i think the movie does that but again i think it translates better to screen via animation than live yes. action. Yeah. yeah um well one of my favorite things too was knives's uh like musical virtuoso like oh yeah yeah picks up the bass and piano and they're like like how long you been playing bass uh about an hour so good uh like like you said isaac i didn't really realize it until you said it but because of the way they, the, the way this plot works this time, almost every character has way more to do and just like mm-hmm. more characterization than they could do in the movie. And maybe this is because also they did it in a TV show format, so they just had more time in general. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I think like stuff like that, Nye's playing, you know, playing music, Lucas Lee's whole arc with. Uh, um, Gideon slash Gordon, like mm-hmm. even if the original the live action was a TV show or was just a much longer movie, I don't think you could have done anything like that with right. Scott still being the one who takes on the evil exes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and again, you get so much more of all of those characters in the graphic novel that that you just can't put in a two hour movie. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. So. Like you got to see, and they did this in the show too, uh, where they expand on Kim and Scott's relationship back in high school and like what that mm. was like. Um, and so you got to see that more in the show. You got to see like Knives be her own character and not just this like lovesick mm-hmm. high schooler who is obsessed with her older boyfriend um, until like the very end in the movie where she's like, oh, I, I actually am like, better than you yeah (laughs) and i'm too good for you so she you get to see her develop more which is cool um 
so and you get to see i think the friend group dynamic way more in the movie or in the sh- in the show than you mm. do in the movie which i mm-hmm. i appreciate yeah for sure music all throughout very good both, both like play you know performed by characters in the show and also just like in the soundtrack excellent mm-hmm. like 10 out of 10 i don't have any notes there everything was pretty much perfect even like just some of the atmospheric music they use like some like the synth stuff they use, like, yeah wow like just very cool very good sex bob bomb has never sounded better you're right i love i i'm assuming that beck did the uh music for it as well who Beck did the um, music for the movie, and I'm I'm assuming that they. <laughs> I don't think he did. Oh really? Yeah. I think you're right. Oh, I didn't realize that was Tegan and Sarah. Yeah. In the third oh. episode, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, they pulled from like a lot of different bands. Um, a lot of like punk bands like the dead kennedys which is they sing that whatever song that Mm -hmm. plays in the lucas lee episode um so it was cool to see like the different types of music that they they pulled from um and and again this show or or this this story being centered around music maybe not around music but music being such a big part of the storyline mm-hmm so, but yeah, really no, good. Beck did not come back. I don't know. I haven't read a reason why he didn't. What are but. the uh, what are the lyrics for the? Uh, it's the song that Knives and Stephen come up with. Uh, emotional business, something, something. Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? <laughs> Can I get a witness? And then, and then bread makes you fat. Bread uh, makes you fat, which was a great, great callback. Yeah, yeah. so good. Like one yeah, of the best I'm to remember. jokes in the movie. Yeah. Well, then it got really popular because J Lo did a did a bit with it too. She like made a video. Oh what yeah, was it called? I forgot about that. Like, I don't. It was like an actual thing, but it was basically just lip syncing, and she did it with that audio clip. But it was like something that people did all the time. Yeah. Anime Noguchi did the soundtrack for the video game, and I think that bringing them on for so much of the music for the Netflix series was the right mm-hmm. move because it has a much more 16-bit kind of fast-moving yes. yeah. sound. Yeah, I agree. Um, do you guys hope that there'll be a season two? 100%. Kind of wish I loved every minute of this. What? Kind of wish it was just a mini series. Walter's like, like just, I don't want to cover this season. again on this podcast. <laughs> don't make me do this again. <laughs> I, I just, I, I don't like. I'm tired of the idea that if a show does well, they have to keep it going, even though it could be just a great all-in-one, like one and done season you know what i mean mm-hmm. i felt very much it's, it's like i mean the two very different types of shows but stranger things could have been so good if it was just season one well and i think 
Big Little Lies. I don't know. I'm sure you I guys probably didn't watch that. But that is just, it's based on a book, and there's only one book, and it was originally supposed to be a miniseries, but because it was so popular, they ended up adding a season two, and they just announced a season three, and I'm like, why? There was no reason for that. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I did read a Variety article today um, that interviewed Brian Lee O'Malley, who created Scott Pilgrim in the first place, and then... Um, Ben David Grabinski, who was one of the writers for this, who also like created the show with Ben Leo Miley and was a writer for it. And they both said that they, they don't have any intentions of making a second season just because this took up so much of their time. Like they've been working on this since 2019. Mm-hmm. That is um, crazy. Yeah. Well, when I say they've been working on it, the idea I think came to them since in 2019. T- since then. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um and, and a lot of the ideas they came up with were just like off the cuff like the 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 idea of young neil writing a script and there being a movie within the show that's like the movie they they were like that was just something we we came up with and we don't know how we would come up with something else to make it to like top this storyline mm-hmm. um which leave it I, all out there yeah i can appreciate when people are like hey we we had our run we don't need to like try to force it right like um yeah. like they did with the good place they didn't make it longer than it needed to be they yeah. wrapped it up really well that that show did not need to have nine seasons like the office did you know yeah um and, and so i think in a How similar vein i i speak my truth okay yeah, no, I'm just um, kidding. From what I'm seeing, I mean, I just Googled Scott Pilgrim Takes Off Season 2. Uh, it says it's not currently in the works. Yeah. The creators. Um, this other article straight up says that it's not getting a Season 2, and it probably shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, so, and, 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 that, and that's, that's what I think should happen. Yeah, and that same article, some of the actors had apparently said that they would be willing to do a second season if the same people were doing it um yeah speaking of which sorry go ahead i was gonna say which would make sense i wouldn't want it i wouldn't want it to be any other way yeah speaking of which there's the the top trivia note on imdb says that um and i've seen this uh i think i mentioned this in a previous episode i can't remember what, what movie we were talking about but uh chris evans like i watched his you know what? I can't remember what YouTube channel does this, but like, where they just do kind of a retrospect. They'll sit an actor down and let them do a retrospective of their entire career and talk about oh, each yeah. movie or show they're in, and, and it's really great. And Chris Evans was so good, just because just the way he talks, he's just somebody you want to hear talk all the time. Mm-hmm. And when he talked about Scott Pilgrim versus the World, he talked about how much he loved being on that movie and loved the rest of his cast members. And when he was done filming his parts, he like you know he was offset because he was done and he kept like texting and emailing people like hey what are y'all doing like like <laughs> can i come hang out like because he said he had fomo and so on that note i wanted to read this this trivia note on mdb real quick uh there's, there's been an email group that the entire cast and crew has been a part of since 2010 yeah and so it says the making of the film was considered such a great experience by everyone involved that the email group never disbanded just so everyone could keep touch when it was time to a cast for this series, rather than go to everyone's agents, Edgar Wright went onto the same email group to ask if anyone would like to reprise their roles. 
Every single cast member jumped at the chance to play their character again, all of them replying within only three hours. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that speaks to this this cast, but also I think it probably speaks to Edgar Wright as a director. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think he is one of those directors who fosters such a great set experience because, I mean, think about how many of his other movies have, you know, Simon Pegg and um, Nick Frost and, like, that crew coming back, you know, movie after movie to to work with him. So I think that, that probably speaks to, to Edgar Wright, but I think that this cast, because they were all, like, in their early 20s and at the the very beginning of their careers in a lot of ways when they filmed this so they could film it without being super on the radar mm-hmm. as as opposed to now if they were to you know i realize we got this whole cast together for the show but if they were to be doing a movie together now that would be the the most expensive movie because yeah. because all these actors are super well-known, have yeah. probably a super high billing. I mean, Chris Evans does, out of all of them, probably has the highest. But, um, yeah, that probably just speaks... I you think, think it's higher than Brie Larson? Probably. Well, she has an Oscar. So, I don't know. And, and Brie it, Larson wasn't in Pain Hustlers this year. <laughs> Whoa. What? what? Oh, is that know. that movie on Netflix? Yeah. With Emily Blunt. That apparently didn't work. I shouldn't be saying anything. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Keep your mouth shut. Don't be a sheeple. Have y'all thought about how all of the evil exes go by their second, their first and their last names? And then Todd Ingram is like, just Todd. Just Todd. Yeah. 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 Like everybody like, calls him Todd. Except for the twins. That's true. I did not know. I didn't. One of them, their name is Kyle, and I can't remember what the other one's name is. I think it's I Kyle did. and Kevin. Kyle and Kevin did not know that. Yep. Did not know that. Also, I love that when they when they're about to fight, and then they're like, "No, it's okay. We saw in the future that we're buds." And he's like, "Oh, okay." And they don't have to fight. <laughs> <laughs> um, I died laughing whenever Scott was like, "You found me like that." Like that detective, and then she's like Columbo, and he, he said, I, "I was gonna say Detective Pikachu." <laughs> it uh, that just shows, which like on one hand, Detective Pikachu is probably more relevant because it's more recent than Columbo, but Columbo obviously was such a big show. But yeah. it just speaks to how immature Scott Pilgrim is, mm-hmm. just. Yep. That he is the detective he thought of was Pikachu. Yeah, and and I'll, the and when he goes into the future, and old Wallace is talking about his husband, and they're afraid to tell Scott oh, what yeah. his husband does. And they're like, he's he's gonna find out eventually. Just tell him. Like, My husband works at Nintendo. <laughs> and like the the zoom in on Scott's face as his eyes are so big. Is <laughs> so he gets all the games for free. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, so he's good. showing him the 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 uh like memories thing and he's like i didn't do this i paid some nerd on the internet to do it and it was like kind <laughs> yeah. of commenting on ai i thought that yeah, was so funny yeah. um i like when he's like wow technology is amazing and it's like him with the the vr set but the robot is just like 
stuck and it's like not moving and it just (laughs) it reminded me of like when you were trying to like move your character in a game and he just won't move (laughs) that's exactly what it felt like it was so good when old even older scott says the ramona left will leave you smooshed and broken and covered in rollerblade tracks (laughs) (laughs) or i don't know if it was old scott or if it was matthew uh someone so funny no i think it was it was old scott yeah. Um, I honestly, I want to go watch this again. This is how much I liked it. Y'all know I don't like rewatching things, but that's where I'm at with this. No fear, you know. No yeah. fear. Fearless over there. What if I told you I was planning a plan like that? <laughs> yeah, I feel, I feel like. like I, go ahead. Oh. Go ahead. Go ahead, Walter. No, go ahead. No, 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 no. I interrupt you way too many times. No, 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 no. I insist. Well, I already forgot, so go ahead. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was going to say that I feel like Gideon and... Uh, is April? No, that's her character in Parks and Rec. <laughs> what is her character in this? Janet Snakehole. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I know well, I, I said yeah, it. I'm blanking. Is it not Julie? Is it Julie? It is Julie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Macklin, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Bert Macklin, FBI. Um, I'm with the fucking FBI. What did I? What did I even? What was I? Doesn't matter. Stealing I don't know where I was going. The where I was going with any of this. I'm so sorry for everyone listening to this that I did that. It's okay. You know who is probably doing pretty dang good out of everyone in the cast. So. Uh, what's his name? Chris Brandon Evans. Brandon Ruth has probably had like the worst luck, maybe I would say, like out of everyone. Um, it's Brandon Routh, by the way. Yeah, I was is it say Routh? It's Brandon Routh. Yeah, it rhymes with South. I'm glad y'all know that. Um, I'm glad just, Walter corrected you because I was sitting here trying to figure out how to correct you without it sounding rude, but Walter did it, and I don't. I just have go to right worry about it. Rude. Well, yeah. just let me be frank. <laughs> There you go. Just be Frank. Can I still be know? Olivia? Like yeah. Frank Underwood from House of Cards. Well, no. Isaac, actually. Okay, uh, just say what you're going to say about Sa- yeah. Sa- Satya <laughs> Baba, who plays Matthew Patel, hasn't really had like a huge career since Scott Pilgrim. Um, he was a new girl, he though. S- sensei. He was a new girl? Yeah. Yeah, he was in like all of season two of New, new Girl because he was playing. Who's that girl? Uh, it's Jess, your Who's wife. That girl? Um, My wife. Yeah, he played this, like, basically a suitor for Cece when she was going to marry an Indian man as opposed to, and, like, they were going to have an arranged marriage. And then at the very end of the season, uh, Schmidt and all of them crash the wedding and or, like, destroy the wedding. And then he goes, I don't want to marry Cece. I want to marry, and I can't remember what the character's name is, but, but it's it Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Yes. It's Taylor Swift. Yes. And, and, yeah, and they run off together, and she goes, we're going to go get married in Las Vegas. I don't care if your mom thinks I'm too tall for you. That's funny. <laughs> Which is amazing, because he's not very tall at all, and she's, she's like, my height. So, so is have y'all been seeing that clip of Taylor Swift? It's in uh, Amsterdam. When or she gets, she gets pushed over. into the street and yes. run over. Yeah. We gotta watch that movie. I gotta figure out how to make money on this thing. Um, Brandon Routh is probably doing pretty dang good because he was on like 
12 years of, of all the DCCW shows. So I'm, I'm really happy that he's doing really well, even though he probably hasn't had like as illustrious a career as a lot of the other cast. So but it just with, makes me happy because I think he's really good. I think he's I, really, really good in this zone. I think also doing shows like that, even if they're not like, I don't know. I think it's, it's all kind of like why you want to be an actor. But, like, with shows like that, they have such a cult following, though, that yep. he could just go to, like, um, like comic cons for the rest of his life and be set. Like, he, he mm-hmm. could probably be so fine. True. Now, that may not be what he wants to do if for the rest say, of his do, life. Do or people how usually want to make a living by comic con appearances? I don't know. I mean... Like William Shatner. <laughs> I, I mean, it's not a bad way to make a living. I guess. I can think of worse ways. Yeah, Yeah, there are worse ways. Did y'all see here in the IMDb trivia that apparently Edgar Wright and Anna Kendrick had a romantic relationship? Yeah. What? Well, I didn't see that, but I knew that. That is wild. Yeah. Anyway. Didn't know that. Well, and he's like, I mean, 20 years older than her. Yeah, he's much older. So. Um... Makes me happy knowing that Brie Larson has this um, after. I I don't have it. I don't have anything against the Marvels. I'll be able to have like an actual opinion about the movie itself um, after I see it tomorrow. But after reading the book uh, MCU: The Reign of Marvel Studios and knowing how like ham-fisted Disney approaches all of their productions. It made me feel really, really bad for Brie Larson specifically because I think that the way that Kevin Feige approaches all these productions really did a disservice to her character. And it's been very clear that it's the production was really scattered and uh, I just feel bad that she's (laughs) stuck in her contract for how many of their more movies so anyway, that's all yeah. I have to say. I'm like, oh, I'm glad she has this. And Did she's you like, see? Oh, she gets a bad this rap. is great. What'd you say? Uh, so I, I said I think she gets a bad rap. Yeah, I do too. I I really love Brie Larson. Um, she's fantastic in Short Term Twelve and Room. She like just, I mean, obviously she got an Oscar, which I realize does not necessarily mean someone is good, but. Clearly. She's really good in that one Nissan commercial. Um, she, you know, she drives that car so well. She drives um, it. Fast and the Furious. Fast and the Furious. She too Brie, too Larson. She, my, my, I associate Brie Larson mostly with Community, the TV show. Uh, if y'all remember that, yeah. She, oh, I forgot she was. She was I forgot she was Brie in Larson that. Was in that. She was so good in that. Uh, and um, 21 Jump Street. I was going to say, she's in 21 Jump Street, and I think a lot of people forget about that. That was that was one of my... I think she does great in both of those. And, and they're very... 21 Jump Street, yeah, she has a little more of a bigger role, but she was only in three episodes of Community, but she was like a love interest for Abed, mm-hmm. and just is just very charming. Like, very... Mm-hmm. I don't know. She's very good, so when people give a lot of hate to Brie Larson. I'm like, no. Did you see her in Community? 
Cause she, cause it was pretty good. Very charming. You're like, hey, 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 hey. 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 <laughs> There's a video, and I think it's like a funnier die video, uh, where it's the Hyam sisters, and it's are they called doing the, that? The fourth Hyam sister, and Brie Larson plays the fourth Hyam sister, and they're just like, she's like, just let me be in the band. Come on, guys, let me be in the band, and they're just like, no. No, and she's like, "Oh come on, mom and dad said it was okay." <laughs> it's just, it's really good because, like, I think the Heim sisters are really funny uh-huh. as well. It's just great. I freaking love all of them. But um, I have a really important question. Okay, maybe. Uh, I'll, Walter, I'll let you answer for yourself, but I'm gonna pose this question to Olivia. <laughs> Olivia, okay. if. If my exes banded together, could they successfully defeat me? I don't know how to answer that question. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know I a just couple of them. Of this. Um, what? <laughs> could they defeat you? They wouldn't be fighting you. They'd be fighting Jess. Well, they couldn't defeat Jess, so let's just like this is a this is a wait adaptation. wait wait well hold on why couldn't they f- defeat Jess? Because she did an Iron Man like she would tear them apart. Jess yeah, is that's powerful. what I was saying. I was like, Jess would yeah. win. I also love that 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 part where in episode two when they're like, uh, yeah, it's so sad about Scott, but you know what? He was always taking on higher level enemies. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to answer that question. I'll let Walter. Walter, I'm going to defer Walter, how many X's do you have? (laughs) Oh, dang. He's thinking. What what do we consider as X? Not that I have like a lot of women in my past. I just mean like, are we we also considering situationships? Yes. (sighs) Now I want to know the answer for both of you. Could I defeat them? No, the if they would defeat you if they all banded together. That's so, what yeah. I'm asking. So like it, it's me against them. Yes. Yeah. Um I don't I don't I don't know. That's a weird <laughs> question, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to put my head like in <laughs> Scott Pilgrim terms, like in that universe of like absurdity. No, I'd win. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um Cool. What about you, Isaac? Uh, I just like to end the episode by making an apology to all my exes. So, <laughs> do they live in Texas? No, no, no. Oh, they don't. They okay. do not. It was just none of them. It was just like the song. Just oh. like the song. Exactly. Actually, I think one of your exes does. That Currently does anyway. or formerly? Yes. Good um, answer. But. I think I one of my exes something. would be like, guys, let's just stop fighting. Yeah. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? Yes, I know exactly yeah. who I'm talking about. <laughs> it's so funny. That's so funny. Oh, She's man. like, we have more important things to do. Yeah. He literally sucks. Let's just go home. <laughs> he literally sucks. I was going to ask you guys something, and then I forgot. So, yep. Good show. Loved Good it. Show, this everyone. was a lot more niche. I hope people watch it. Uh, all episodes are on Netflix. Thank you, Netflix, for giving us this. Also, thank you, Netflix, for, for giving us 
yeah thank you netflix for giving us the killer the new david fincher movie it's so good olivia it's really funny it's like darkly comedic but i think you would find it really funny that's great like my dad and i were watching it and cracking up um like it's kind of making fun of fight club oh amazing yeah I love that so much. And Michael Fassbender is really entertaining to watch, but he's also like kind of a bad hitman. And it's <sighs> really funny. That's great. I love that so much. Yeah. Um, We don't know what our next episode is going to be because the bike riders is getting screwed by Disney. So thanks, Bob I Iger. I saw that. Yeah. Thanks, Joe Biden. Joe Byron. You know, whenever Joe that? Byron. You know, my daughter's name is Josephine. We just call her Joe. And whenever she's like going down to bed, I call her Sleepy Joe. <laughs> like, oh, Sleepy Joe's going to the crib. <laughs> Do you guys see this, Did, the picture from his birthday where there's like a I don't even know like seventy yeah, something like or eighty? John, can- like, yeah, there's so many candles on his cake. <laughs> what is happening? The, t- the table is just like on fire. No, the cake looks like it is on fire. <laughs> uh, he's so funny you know what's on fire dark, Scott Pilgrim dark takes Brandon off. so true um so, true. so yeah we can't tell you what's next because we don't know but we will let you know we'll figure it out we'll we're figure not gonna it spend out. 20 minutes of this episode talking about it I joked with we Olivia could. that we we're gonna do that and we we're not gonna do that so because we're better than that today yeah just today Olivia yeah. right before we started recording you had. You I can't work start, it in. You're about to start a funny story. Oh, you got to work and it I in. Asked I, if, so. I asked if it was appropriate to tell on the episode. You said it was, and we could find. We said we could try to find a way to work it in. I couldn't. This we is never me working about. it in. Okay, great. You worked it. Does in it so involve naturally. my League of Evil exes? No, that are not that evil. But it does involve evil children. <laughs> evil so, children. <laughs> no, they're not evil. They're just children, and that is enough. So I. <laughs> So for the past like four or five years, I have helped with like the kids ministry at church. And so the way that's kind of worked out is like one Sunday out of the month, I will like, I with my friend Scott, not Scott Pilgrim, um, but different Scott, he and I will be in charge of the third and fourth graders. We've, we've worked with different, different ages. We got voluntold for this. Neither one of us are just like, dying to be a part of children's ministry in any capacity um because nothing about us screams wanting to work with children (laughs) but we got voluntold by his sister so anyway um a few weeks ago i this was my last time there because of what happened so there was one particular kid (laughs) who was just on one the whole time and I've never wanted to fight a kid more than I wanted to fight this kid. But we were getting them ready for, to go outside after, like, the Christmas uh, songs were practiced or rehearsed or whatever. And so I'm getting them lined up and I'm like, all right, uh, who's ready to go outside? And this kid looks me dead in the eye and goes, your mom. <laughs> And I just wanted to fight that kid and choke him out right then. <laughs> just really and set you off. Just set me off. Just <laughs> infuriated me. Because <laughs> I was already in a bad mood. And then this kid does that. And I'm like, I'm going to kill this kid. And then we take him outside. And then after 
we're like getting them lined up to go back inside so we can do this the lesson which by the way was the lesson over uh we were talking about david and bathsheba and Mm. there's like a video we put on and i did not hear how they talked about that video or like that story but i just know they did not call it a rape or sexual assault they called it an affair i know they just called it an affair Mm -hmm. which is such bullcrap anyway so we theology thrown in here for us that's a different rant um but the same kid he another girl came up to me and was like um he called me an idiot and i was like hey don't no no no, sorry he came up to me and was like hey this girl called me an idiot and i was like hey don't call people an idiot and she goes well he called me an idiot first and i was like hey don't don't call other people idiots and he goes well why not and i was like well two wrongs don't make a right and he goes yeah they do and i was just like i'm gonna kill this kid i'm just you just cut melvin off to me and i just they were all so bad they were all little little just freaking heathens Mm -hmm. and at one point i almost said to all of them and i knew this was the moment where i was like i have got to get out of kids um but something something came over me where i was like you can't say this out loud but man i just wanted to tell all of them you are all pissing me off and i cannot stand any of you <laughs> but i didn't i didn't say that to any of them so i showed restraint yeah. and that is the holy spirit at work in my I life i was literally about to say that yeah. was that was the holy spirit that was the holy spirit back. so because it it probably would not have gone over well with anyone had i said that to a group of third and fourth graders who mm-hmm. are just rambunctious little kids but they are so rude anyway Hmm. but a kid looked me dead in the eye and said your mom and i wanted to fight him yeah so so i'm not kids anymore you ever punched a kid i'm just kidding don't answer that no i've never (laughs) i've never punched a kid i've wanted to but i've never actually punched a kid i never punched a person like i've never been in a fight how much do you I've, know about yourself if you've never been in a fight? I've never been able to like hit somebody as hard as I can. What's and it like I, to not be I just just filled with rage? <laughs> no, I'm definitely filled with rage. <laughs> I just never and now that we're adults, like that's never gonna happen unless Not with that attitude. <laughs> 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 but like in middle school or high school, like or elementary you could get in a fight with someone and the worst that would happen is you get detention or you get in trouble at home or whatever. If you get in a fight as an adult, somebody's yeah. going to jail and well, you could also lose your job. Yeah. Like the stakes are just much higher. For, and so now we I'm used like, to, yeah, we used to be a proper country. <laughs> yeah. We used to, <laughs> got to so go to sensitive. war. Uh, but, but now like I just, I, I, I miss the boat on, on fighting. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You missed Not the that window. I ever, yeah. <laughs> the boat on <laughs> Not that I ever would have won a fight that I was in, but I never had the opportunity to try. You know, that's why. That's you why I bought uh, the video game Spider Man Two. Yeah, that's my outlet. Just, you just kick a lot of people. I, yeah, uh, that's the same reason I did. I did the same thing with Baldur's Gate Three. You know, I never got to get in a fight in my life, but at least I can be a druid and cast nature magic on my enemies love it's different nature magic yeah nature magic um hey what if we did hunger games the ballad of songbirds and snakes nope good that was a trick question 
and you passed. You a you a Hungry Games gal, Olivia? I'm currently reading the book right right now. Okay. Not as we speak, but Ballad like of Songbirds and Snakes. Yeah. Yep. Is it good? I don't know yet. I'm not far enough into it to determine okay. how I feel about it yet. I was just went and saw it this evening. Whoa, I'll have whoa. to see how she liked it. Oh yeah, talk to her. I I've heard that it's not great, but that just the movie. I haven't heard anything about the book. Everyone I know who's read the book said that once it got to a certain a certain pot part what's happening uh the once i got to a certain uh part in the book they like could not like put it down it was mm. for a lot of my friends who have read it they said it was the last book they just like binge and just could not stop reading so um i've heard it like they have all said it's really cool because like what makes someone a great writer is when they can make you feel sympathy for a, a villain who you yeah. have no sympathy for and so they all have said they feel a lot of sympathy for president snow um in the book when they read the book so mm. sweet okay. anyway huh we should just, leave all of this in i'm going oh, to. i forgot we were still recording <laughs> i remember thinking that mocking jay was one of the worst books i'd ever read in my life and that was before like the movie had come out and so I didn't even, didn't even have still to this day. I've not watched. I watched the first two movies, uh, Hunger Games and Catching Fire, but uh, Mocking Catching Jay. Fire rips. Yeah, Catching Fire was Fire really good. Real good. Uh, Mocking Jay was just god awful, just terrible. Neither so. neither one is yeah. Neither one is very good. We should watch. Uh, we should cover the killer. I thought, I thought we weren't gonna do this on here. <laughs> We just said we weren't gonna plan. I thought. Hey, we should we should cover we Teenage just, Mutant Ninja oh Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Oh my gosh, Isaac! We told them we weren't gonna do it. Well, we're talking about literally everything else. I'd be shocked if anybody. Like you were talking about how you wanted point. to punch a kid. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, think, think you're I could do me? my top top ten uh, movie scores that I listen to at work. I'm sure that'll get a lot of views. Yeah. Man, I love movie scores though. A lot of hits. Yeah. Mm. I do too. Unironically. Like unironically. I was listening to movie scores. That's all I've listened to today, actually. I've listened to a lot of the Mank soundtrack. <laughs> oh yeah. That is. It's good. Mank. This is really well, devolving. Yeah. Uh, Let's wrap thank it up. you for listening. <laughs> Please remember to rate, view, subscribe, share anyone. You know who may not, or that may enjoy Scott Pilgrim, or may not, or may not. Yeah, just give it, just dump it in their lap. You know, um, we don't know what our next episode is. What if we covered? I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. Uh, our art is by Macy Lummis. Our music is by Corden Jocks. They're great people. Go check them out. They're little rock artists. Thank you to Walter for recording or for editing this episode and producing it. And for recording. And for recording it. He was and for here. being on here. This has been yeah. for just generally doing what I'm doing. Were we on were you on our last episode? Yeah. Because no? it was Prince of Egypt. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Two in a row. Two in a row, baby. Two in a row, baby. Alright, we'll talk to y'all later. See ya. Okay, bye.